It's the 8 for 52 podcast. G'day, this is Bottas. G'day, Bushy here. Bushy, this is episode 22 of the 8 for 52 podcast. 2-2. Two, two. Oh, the big 22. Here we are. Oh, it's been a great season and this is going to be another great episode of the podcast. As always, you can DM us on Insta. Insta's been going off. It has been, yeah. Lots of reaching out on Insta. It's really good. So please keep that up. We always respond. We'll guarantee you a response. Maybe not, not within 30 seconds, but we will respond. Yep. What do we got? Outs and ins. Oh, mate. Huge games last weekend. Huge. We're going to have that all covered. There was huge games and upsets in there as well. That'll be covered in outs and ins. Ins and outs, of course. A massive 11 domestic matches this weekend, including the kickoff of the T20 Premier League, both men's and women's bushy. That's going to be huge. Double headers, both of them. Women's in the morning, men's in the afternoon, and KCC, Kowloon Cricket Club, are putting on a special event. Oh, it's going to be fantastic down there on Sunday. 10 a.m., the women's game starts. 2 p.m., the men's game. But there's going to be a fan zone. Fan zone? Cash bar. Ooh. Light snacks. Mm. Ground announcer. Yes. Music blasting yeah. from the Kowloon Cricket Club up and down Cox's Road. I've uh, got, I've, I've curated a nice selection of music to play during the game. So when there's a wicket, we're going to play some songs. And when there's a six, we're going to play a different song. What it's about if the, cool. ball, what if the ball goes out of the ground? There is a very, very special song just for that occurrence. Mate, it's going to be fantastic. So 10 a.m. women's, 2 p.m. men's. Fan zone, cash bar, light snacks, open from 11. If you're in Hong Kong, do not miss it. Get down there. It's going to be absolutely huge. Um, we've got more exclusives, Bushy. Oh, we've got a scoop, not a grey nick scoop, not a double grey nick scoop. No, no. We've got an exclusive scoop coming up in Sky Plaza Road. Men's International exclusive coming up in Sky Plaza Road, which we will do straight after the intro because everyone's going to keen, keen to find out what that's all about. This is the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. Giddy up. All right, there it is, the big bird where everyone, every cricketer comes in and out of Hong Kong. It's Sky Plaza Road time, and we have another 8 for 52 podcast exclusive, Bushy. Yeah, we've had a lot of uh, teams coming into Hong Kong of late, and we've had exclusives on that, but we've got a team going out, a Hong Kong team, the Hong Kong men's team, in fact, and I can, we can exclusively announced they're heading to Qatar next week or from the last week of February. Fantastic, fantastic. Off to Qatar. What are we doing over there, the men's? The men's will be playing three T20Is against Qatar on the 27th, 29th and Friday the 1st of March. Brilliant. What time do they start on those days? Uh, they will be playing at 1pm local time in Qatar. We've figured out that's about 6pm here in Hong Kong. Oh, perfect timing. Yeah, we're not sure where if... It is broadcast. We'll uh, update on socials if it is. Uh, but we also have another exclusive. We've got, got the uh, the teams. Brilliant. The, the team list. Squad. The give squad. Us, give us the squad. Well, the captain, Antrim, uh, Antrim and Rath. He yeah. was the captain. Yes, <laughs> weren't they all? Um, the captain, Nazakad Khan, vice-captain, Yasi Murtazar, Antrim and Rath, Martin Kutzia, Baba Hyatt, Azaz Khan, Zishan Ali will have the gloves, Haruna Shad, Esan Nawaz, Narizrula Rana, Anas Khan, Esan Khan, Ayu Shukla, and getting a nod again, Tananjay Rao. So, 14-man squad heading off to Qatar for three, three T20s. I'm looking back at the East Asia squad, which was 16. 
So the players who have missed out on the Qatar tour are Atik Iqbal, Jamie Atkinson, Jason Loy, and Mohamed Gazanfa. And added to the squad are Isa Nawaz and Ayush Shukla. Yep, that sounds about right. So I look at that. Atik Iqbal, very unlucky. Very unlucky. They had to decide, obviously, between the left arm of Dananje or the right arm of Atik. But yes, Atik must have been very, very close the way he bowled through East Asia Cup. Yeah, and they brought in Isan Nawaz, who wasn't in the East Asia Cup squad. He was in the bilaterals of one of the 50 overs, I remember, but he wasn't in the T20. So Atik Iqbal, very unlucky. Great squad, strong squad. Really hard to get into, don't get me wrong. But he's very unlucky. Yep. And the, the going with the left hand is the Anas Khan. Uh, also, Dananjay Rao and Yasim. So, they've got three left armors in the team. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, strong squad. Looking forward to that. It's going to be fantastic. 6 p.m. on those dates that Bushy mentioned. Also, we've got the under-19 boys flying out for the Cricket World Cup Division 2 qualifiers. Uh, that gets underway February 25. Uh, our first game is against Bhutan on that day. Then Amman, February 28, wrapping up with Saudi Arabia on March 1. Got to make the semi-finals, make the semis, win the semi, get promoted to Division 1. Let's go through the squad. Yep. Arez Dar, Abamanu Gunnison, Arya Panjwani, Danny Mapp, Harry Hodgson, Chris Butani, Matthew Clayton, Mohamed Safian, Path Shrivasta, Rishan Shah, Shyam Puri, Shiv Matur, Taran, Taran Lungani, and birthday boy Will Walsh, who's just turning 15... He turned 15 February 20, and of course you've got to be 15 to be eligible to play in ICC tournaments, so quite li- likely Will Walsh is the youngest player at that tournament. Yeah, by five days, um, we've got him in the birthdays coming up because I didn't know that stat or it was his birthday this week because he's been away so much. So uh, that's good squad, young squad though. Yeah, yeah, I mean there's a strong squad. I think, um, you know, they'll, they'll beat Bhutan, no doubt about it. Aman will be hard. And you shouldn't underestimate Saudi Arabia either. But I'm tipping them to get through to the semi-finals, and you know, get that win, win that, and you're up in Division One. That's down in Thailand, of course. That is um, just stacks of international cricket, Bushy. It's fantastic. Of course, we've got the quadrangular coming up very soon with uh, four teams playing. Yep, that's all I've got. I've got no scoops on that this week. Well. Well, I might have a little bit. What have you got? What so have you been holding up so your like Nepal, Nepal playing. Yep. Of course, Hong Kong, China playing. Of course. And I've heard on the grapevine, actually from a Hong Kong player off the record, that one of the teams coming is qualified for the upcoming T20 World Cup in the USA West Indies. Why? Apart from Nepal. In addition to Nepal. Yes. Well, uh, now that's not a scoop because that's unconfirmed. Here you say third hand, but... That would be big news. Once we get it confirmed, whatever is coming, we'll make sure it'll be here on the Edge 52 podcast. And if it comes out really early in the week, uh, we might put it up on socials first. But if not, it'll be in next week's podcast. Bushy Sky Plaza Road, absolutely huge as always. Exclusives, that's what you get here on the podcast. That is, that's Sky Plaza Road for another week. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Botters. All right, it's time for outs and ins again and a huge week of cricket last week in Hong Kong. We'll kick it off with Sunday Division 1 where the USRC Elite went up against the promoted USRC Vagabonds out at Mission Road and the Elite were the first to bat in this in-house derby and the Vagabonds. They tried everything, even using eight bowlers, but Elite posted a big score at Mission Road. Imran batting at three scored 88, 
Wakas Khan, a fantastic 110, it must be said. Shahid Basifi, he also chipped in with a half century. He got 53, an elite finished at 50 overs, 7 for 337. Yeah, Vagabonds were honestly never really in the hunt. Raghav Manyak, the opener, top score with 36 off just 16, but it fell away from there, and the Vagabonds go down by 188, scoring just 149. Yeah, they were absolutely flogged, but it, well, if you thought that was a big win, this one we're about to cover had people reaching for the record books. It was LSW playing the KCC Templars, and the Templars won the toss, and before they knew it, they elected the bat, and they were three for ten, including Samad Khan and Bubba Hyatt, both gone for Golden Ducks, and the hapless winless LSW had their tails up. Three for ten after 1.5 overs. 26 and a half overs later, Templars are four for 263. <laughs> Atkinson was dismissed, just sort of another century on 94. Azaz Khan was next to go for 158, obviously being the top scorer. Well, no. <laughs> Wakas Barkat and Dan Pascoe came together and they put on a 203 partnership with Barkat at the end, not out on 161. And the Templars finish Bushy 6 for 501. Well, they finished on 481. But Yeah, we'll, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> the LSW opening bowlers, both national players, mind you. Yeah. DJ Rao. He's just been selected to go to Qatar. Two for 131 off 10 overs. Oh, well done on your century, DJ. Sherry Khan, two for 94 off 10 overs. Oh, just like Jamie Atkinson, so short, 94. Unbelievable. Now, in that 501, you just mentioned it, there were 20 penalty runs. We were down there commentating this match. It was a disgrace. Outrageous. They already had Munadar yeah. suspended yep. for slow over rates in two previous matches. They were scheduled to finish their 50 overs at quarter past one. Mm. They finished them at about 1.54. Uh, yeah, 1.54. Nearly 45 minutes late. So I thought that actually the umpires were quite generous. As yeah, it could that. have been a lot worse. The penalty run. They gave them, what, five, four overs penalties? Absolutely. So what did they do with the bat, Bushy? And not much. Uh, little Saiwan Young openers came out and fought hard. Arez Dar, he's going to Thailand. 24, he's open for LSW regularly at the moment. Uh, Chan Chad, who had the gloves on today, uh, that day, uh, got 25 as well. A 37 from Rajab Hussain and a 50 from Tanvir Ahmed, but LSW all out for 808 for 213. Two players missing. It was quite the game. Yeah, it was. It was indeed. Uh, you can go back and watch a little replay of it if you like. You'll um, you'll find it. Where do you find it? KCC YouTube page. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was an absolute flogging. 501. Not the highest score ever at Kowloon Cricket Club. We understand at a minimum there was a 510, but uh, very, very close to it. And, of course, we both tipped the Templars. Last two games the Templars have played, they've scored 900 runs. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, I, I thought calling a 400-run game against the Vagabonds was outrageous, and then we just go get a 501. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, Bushy, I need to circle back and give you credit. You, in that USAC, US, USRC derby, you tipped the elite and I tipped the bag of yeah. So you're one up there. We both tipped the Templars here. All right, let's go to the leaderboards. On the batting side, Azaz Khan now leads. He's up from three last week. He's 387 at an average of 129. Nazaka Khan, 356 at 178. Jamie Atkinson moves into the top three with those runs last week. He goes into third at 296 at 74. On the bowling side, Jay Davidson has been joined by Imran Arif at the top of the table with 14 wickets, and Luke Jones is second, three wickets back on 11. What does the table look like, Bushy? Well, the table looks like the Templars on top. Played 9-1, 6-3, abandoned. 
but that huge back-to-back -back net run rate boost put them ahead of uh, the Scorpions on net run rate. Scorpions have played seven. Uh, they've actually lost one game, and they got a couple of games in hand over the Templars. In third, it is the PACC Elite played eight, and the USRC Elite with their big win over their rivals, the Vagabonds, and down the bottom, Vagabonds then, Little So won, still winless. Yeah, Templars with one game left. They're on 15 points. They've got a game left against the Scorpions, so you can book their place in the grand final, no problem. Scorpions and PACC both on 11, with Scorpions a game in hand, Bushy, so, and a superior net run rate. So it's looking like we said at the start of the season, Templars, Scorpions. Very interesting down on the relegation side with LSW. Still without a win on three points or from abandoned games. They've got one game left against the Vagabonds. The Vagabonds themselves have three games left. So in all likelihood, it's going to come down to the last game of the season, LSW versus Vagabonds. It's going to be brilliant because you don't think the Vagabonds are going to get up over Scorpions or PACC. So it does mean whoever wins that final game between Little So One and Vagabonds, one's on four points, one's on three points, whoever wins stays up. Absolutely. It'll be huge, huge game. All right, let's move on to Sunday Division 2 where there was a game, the Optimus playing... The Cricket Hong Kong Dragons up at HKCC and the Dragons, well, they went up the hill. And the Optimists, they're in a dogfight for a grand final place and therefore, you know, grand final place gives you a chance of promotion. Only one goes up, of course. The Dragons were superb. Bolster opening, he got 61. Sahel Marvin cast 76 off only 58. But there wasn't much else. And after 34 overs, the Opties were all out for 194. Dragons, a huge chance of running down a score of less than 200, especially when Jason Loy is in the batting lineup. They got off to a great start, losing Damon Yee with a score on 59. It was 59 for one and well placed. Loy came in at number five, but young Jacob Lim went soon after and it was four for 109. Then they lost Jason Loy for just three. And Jonathan Chia, 24, not out. It was not enough. The Dragons were all out for 152 in the 45th over. The one that got away for the Dragons could have been a big win for them, but instead it's a crucial victory for the Optimists. Yeah, indeed. Dragons were right in the hunt there, but uh, couldn't put enough runs on the board, unfortunately. We both tipped the Optimists on the upside for that. Leaderboards on the bowling side. Uh, well, I'm not going to do the bowling this week. I'll just do the batting. Loy still top, 448 at 74. Van Van Ziel, 357 at 71. And Ben Zanol hanging in there in third, 309 at 51. What's the table, Bushy? At the top, it's the Wanderers. Played eight. They're on 13 points, three points clear of the Optimus with a game in hand on 10. The Infidels only played six so far. They're on eight. SLCC Lions on five points, then two teams at the bottom. On two points, it's the Little Saiwan Knights and the Cricket Hong Kong Dragons. Yeah, Wanderers, 13 points. You can book their place in the grand final. I think now they've played eight games. Optimus on 10, Infidels on eight, but Infidels with a game in hand and a far superior net run rate. The Infidels have got to play the Knights twice, the Dragons, and then the Optimus. So in all likelihood in this division, it's going to come down to the final game about uh, win-loss Infidels versus Optimus to see who joins the Wanderers. Very exciting into Saturday Division 1, USRC Lions versus the PACC Rising Stars. Rising Stars have had a truly shocking season, but they've still got a chance to avoid relegation, and a win last weekend would help their cause enormously. They batted first, and they lost both openers early, but a fight back from the middle order put them in the hunt. 35 from Hasib Muhammad, 20-odds from Malik and Adil, but none of them could go on and post a big one. Muhammad Wahid with 29 off 28 finished it off, and the Rising Stars finished 
137. You're right, Botters. PACC Rising Stars have just been disappointing this year. The Lions were in cruise mode and finishing 138 for three after 31. Kamal Arag top scoring with 47 off 36. Yeah, we both tipped the Lions in that one. Yeah, well, the PACC Rising Stars are in the never ever. Yeah, they're going. I mean, that that has got to do a reset. That team is way better than how they've been performing. Well, some of the games Najrullah's been playing for them, Wahid's playing for them. Hmm. It's outrageous. Anyway, Hafiz Khan's there. I just don't understand how down the bottom, but they're going to find themselves in the Division 2, but in all likelihood. Anyway, Crusaders versus the Gap Ramblers. Again, another team battling to avoid relegation. And the Crusaders went up against last year's runners-up and hoping to go one better this year in the Gap Ramblers. Crusaders batted first and were one for 28 when Samuel Shah was run out off the bowler's fingers at the non-striker's end. Always a horrible way to get out. Jaden Botfield and Samad Khan then put on 115 before Botfield went for 59, caught right on the boundary when they were trying to accelerate the score. Samad went for 67 and Nigel Shroff chipped in with 34 of 28 and Crusaders right in the mix with 5 for 221. Gap Ramblers fought hard and at times looked like they were going to get there. Matters was great opening with a 33 before Ashkata nailed him in front. Marad Zeb top scored with 38. Hicks and Moshin Khan fought hard down the order. But when Moshin was dismissed, the Gap Ramblers were 26 runs short on 195 and now a real chance of not making the grand final. Yeah, we'll cover that in the tables later on. On the tipping side, ah, oh, one for Botters here. Well, that's the only game I got wrong. And if I dipped the Crusaders and they lost, I wouldn't have been able to walk through the front door of KCC on Sunday because I always get the blame for everything. So I'm happy to take the L on this one. That is true. Bushy tipped the Gap Ramblers. I tipped the Crusaders. One for me. Let's move on to Charlie Bears versus the Nomads. Charlie Bears versus the defending champions in the Nomads. Batting first and opening Muhammad Gufran, a sensational 133, not out, off just 114 with 11 fours and nine sixes. Second top score was 24. There were four ducks and two ones, and the Charlie Bears finished nine for 206. A competitive score, but by no means a winning score at HKCC. Uh, Four wickets for the Iceman there as well, Bushy, I noticed. He's the pick of the bowlers. Well, this Nomads team had no issues with this. They lost voice early, but then it was one-way traffic. George Loop, 82, not out off 68. And Salhal Malvinka, we've been saying that name all runs, season. Runs, run, runs, runs. 60 off just 33. And the Nomads run it down in just 25.2 overs. Very good side, the Nomads, Bushy. Very good. Um, and the never again, the never ever Charlie Bears. Yeah, just leave him in that barrel. Yeah. I mean, 133 not out opening. That's more than half the score. Yeah, from Gufran, you think you're a fair chance of being on the winning team. You've got 11 batters. Yeah. If one bloke's made 133, you expect at least the other 10 can make another 133. Yeah, not if you play for the Charlie Bears. Anyway, we both tipped the Nomads, of course. Batting leaderboard, Samad Khan remains top, 517. Anka Vashishta from the Yodders, 356. Matt Rosley, 351. He's having a good year, Rosley. Bowling leaderboard, Niaz Ali at 19. Ash Caddy's up to second now. He's on 18, just one behind Niaz. And Mustafa Iqbal rounds it out for KCC, the top three bowlers. He's got 17. What's the table looking like, Bushy? Yeah, with all those Tartars names, the Tartars are at top. Played nine, got 15 points, two points back, but played an extra game. It is the Nomads. Lama Cricket Club banging on the door at number three with 13. Behind them, Gap Ramblers. USRC Lions, Little Saiwan Sky Warriors on nine points. The Crusaders now getting out of the bottom and up into the middle range of the table on eight points, the same as the Charlie Bears. The Yodders on seven points, Craig and Gower, Jin Sung on six, and 
down in the ugly zone. It's PACC Rising Stars on five points, as is the Punjab Lions. Yeah, they've both got two games left in hand, the Rising Stars and the Punjab Lions, with Craig and Gower just one point in front of them. Yodders two points in front of them. Technically, Crusaders and Charlie Bears are still a chance of relegation in seventh and eighth, but you'd have to say that's most unlikely that Rising Stars and Punjab are going to both win their last two. All right. Well, I've got a question for you, Borders. Yeah, mate. Um, you've got Pack Rising Stars with two games left on five points and Punjab Lions with two games left. Pack Rising Stars have Lummer and Charlie Bears. Punjab have LSW and the Sky Warriors and Crusaders. Yeah. Which one of those two teams are likely to get at least two points? Well, I, I'm, I can't back either of them, to be honest. If, if anyone's going to get two points, I'd tip it's probably Punjab against the Crusaders. Well, that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. Crusaders destroyed the top of the table games and lose to the uh, bottom of the table. That's right. They beat everyone up the top and but lose down the bottom. Do you think Pack's a chance against, say, Charlie Benz? Yeah, I do. I think they're probably... I don't think they beat Lamar, but they are a chance. Lamar can be hot and cold, though, as well, but they've had a great year. They're still sitting up in third on 13 points. Yeah, they're a chance against the Charlie Bears, I suppose. So if they were... Just say they win one each, they both finish on seven, means Jinsung have got to beat Tartars or Yodders in their game to stay up. So, very exciting down the bottom. And Yodders, they're still half a chance as well, but they've got three games left. But they play USIC Lions and Gap Ramblers. So, man, yeah, and the Craig and Gale Jinsung. So, there's massive games coming at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> this is like the maths wall where you're putting everything around. Who could possibly end up where? Absolutely. It's so important. You don't want to spend a year in Division 2. And speaking of Division 2, Let's People that on. love being in Division 2 but would like to go up. That's right. Massive game in Division 2 with both these sides. This is one we're looking forward to, Witherers Tigers. Really looking forward to it. What are we doing, the tips in the last one? Yeah, I'm, you're in front still, I think. No, I am brought it even with them, with uh, mm. Crusaders. Yep. Um, this one yeah. might, might change things. Go on. Witherers and Tigers, both with eyes on promotion. Tigers batted first and a top score of 53 off just 35 from Raghav Manyak led the way. Also a good 47 from Wasim Abbas and the Tigers posted 231 all out in the final over. Now, 231, that is actually a very gettable score at GDB. And the Witherers, well, they would have been confident, very confident going in and very confident at the break. What happened from there? Not off to a great start. They were two for 13, and they really struggled to recover. Subramayan top score with 44, Jake McCauley 30, but they needed one or two of them to go on with it and go big, but they didn't, and they were all out for 176, getting spoke by the Tigers in the end. Who tipped what there? Yeah, that would be, I tipped the Witherers, actually, and Bushy, you were well and truly on board with the Tigers, so well done there. Yeah, thank you. Very well I done. Know, I need the one, one wrong this week so far. Well, we'll cover the impact on that result on the table shortly, but batting leaderboard, absolutely no changes. Tanmar Bajur, 423, Hamza Jadwad, 417, Chris Ryan, 396. On the bowling side, Asad Ashvark from the Lancers, he's still in front with 22, Niket Singh. 21, and Rupesh Padad, he's on 20. What's the table? SEC Lancers out on top, 10 games played, just the one remaining. They're on 18 points. You'd think they're making the final. No, they are making the final. USRC Tigers on nine games with 15 points. Also 15 points, but one less game in hand. It's HKU on 13. Two teams, HKCC Witherers and Kaitak. 12 points for the LSW leaders, 10 points for the Little Saiwan Thunder. Eight points for the India Club Shuriyas, seven points for Laguna Gully, five points for the Centaurs, and down the bottom, both on two points, it's 
KCC Saracens and CCC Hung Si. Yeah, top of the table. Lancers, they're off and gone. Mathematically, they're guaranteed a spot in the grand final. Therefore, they are guaranteed promotion. Congratulations to them. USC, USRC Tigers on 15, equal with HKU on 15. It was a couple of weeks ago, Bushy, that we tipped the Tigers. They were sitting down in fourth around that time. We thought, looking at the draw, they'd probably have enough to get up there. They've still got two games in hand. One of them is against HKU. HKU's last game. They, so, yeah, HKU needs to win that. It's no just a what. must win for HKU. And then they've just got to hope that the Shurers beat the Tigers, which they probably don't because the net run rate is significantly higher for the Tigers than it is HKU. So a massive game coming up in Division 2 with everything on the line as far as promotion is concerned, Bushy. That is it for a massive outs and ins. It's time for ins and outs with all the weekend senior games covered. Here's Butters. All right, it's ins and outs time, and it's a massive ins and outs. It's a bumper weekend of cricket coming up in Hong Kong. 11 games in total, I think. It is unbelievable. And the kickoff of the T20 Premier League, both for the men's and the women's bushy. Yeah, two double headers, one at KCC, one at HKCC. Yeah, it's fantastic. And you heard in the opener, we're talking about the show that uh, the big festival that uh, Fan Zone that KCC are putting on this weekend. It's fantastic. Before we get into the games this weekend, Bushy, I want to get your predictions for the tournament, for the competition. Yeah, this is a tough one. There's certain issues at play. We're not going to go into depth, but overall, for the men's, yeah, we can start with the, yeah, so with the men's. I will go with Hong Kong Cricket Club Premier. All right. Yeah, that's a fair tip. They're favourites. You're sitting pretty there. Sitting easy tip, that one. Hong Kong Cricket Club. KCC defending champions. I wouldn't rule out Pakistan Association. I'm going to tip Pakistan Always Association. Always dangerous. Always yeah. dangerous. Very dangerous, especially in the T20 format. I think uh, I'm going to predict them. That's well suited to Yasim and Zishan. Very much so. Very much so. Well, that, that's a good tip. What about in the women's? What do you, who you got? On the women's side, I think it's quite open, actually. Hong Kong Cricket Club, of course. LSW, defending champions. Craig and Gower. I think it's between those three. KCC and Lantau, I probably don't think win it. I'm going to go with Craig and Gower. Now, Lantau on debut, uh, going into the... Premier League T20 format, and I am going to also pick CCC. Yeah, okay. So yeah, we're together that's on a that one. Solid, solid team. All right, this weekend, let's go through our tips. Just let me get my pen out, Botters and Bushy's tips. Let's kick it off with the men's Premier League. First off, we've got Kowloon Cricket Club up against LSW at the festival where the fan zone is down at Kowloon Cricket Club. We'll call it the fan zone festival. Uh, I'm calling both of these games, the men and the women's. So am I. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm calling the men's. You're calling the men's. You'll yeah. be joining me down there. We're broadcasting live on Cricket Hong Kong YouTube and Fan Code in India if you're tuning in. Uh, we're doing men's first, are we? Yeah, men's first. Uh, KCC, the pretty much the same team. There'll be some changes against uh, LSW where they scored 501 in 50 overs last week. Of course, KCC. Yeah, I'm going to tip to KCC as well. Then up the hill, uh, HKCC will go up against the USRC. Man, this is a tough one about who they're playing, who's going to be in the sides for each team. But at home, I will go, since I'm going to pick them to win the whole thing, I might as well pick HKCC. I'm tipping USRC. They beat them last year, if I recall correctly, and I'm tipping them again. Big. Now, on the ladies' side of the draw, down at Kowloon. It's exactly the same. Down at Kowloon. <laughs> uh, it's not exactly the same at all. Down is at Kowloon Cricket Club, it is the same. Yeah. Up the hill, it's not. Kowloon Cricket Club versus LSW on the ladies' side. Yes. Um... So, Little Saiwan, you said... Defending champions. Defending champions. 
It's a new look, KCC. They're doing a rebuild. I will go Little So One on this one. Yeah, I'm Little So One as well. Up the hill, it's Lantau versus Hong Kong Cricket Club. Exciting. Lantau into the Premier League versus Hong Kong Cricket Club, and that will be HKCC. Yeah, agree. I'm with them as well. So that's it for Premier League. Really excited about it. T20s is going to be fantastic. There's also a Sunday Division 2 game on this weekend, the HKCC Wanderers versus the Sri Lanka Lions. You give me your tip while I keep working through who I think is going to win that one. Wanderers win easy. Yes, 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 yes. Wanderers. Wanderers for Bushy as well. Uh, Into the Saturday, four games, four big games. Some of them with massive impact on the competition. First one is one of them. Punjab Lions versus the Sky Warriors from LSW. Yep. Uh, That's definitely Sky Warriors. Yep. I'm exactly the same. I can't see Punjab Lions winning that one. Uh... PACC Rising Stars versus Lama. Now, I feel sorry for them, but the Rising Stars are going to get thumped. Yep, got to go for Lama, don't you? Uh, Jinsung, who are just above the relegation zone, Craig and Gower, Jinsung, they're up against top of the table, Tartars. i got some bad news for Tom. Tartars are going to smash them. This is one where... Look, the Tartars Ty aren't Ingram the Crusaders, okay? And Elliot Andrews could, are going to be right up for this, and as the rest of them will be as well. Yeah. They're going to be right up for it. Their survival in Div 1 is potentially right on the line here. But I can't tip them. No. Nah. I can't tip them. That Tartars outfit this season is just smooth as silk. Rock solid, haven't they? I'm going to tip the Tartars. And it's the Yodders versus the Gap Ramblers off a loss to the Crusaders. Yeah, Gap Ramblers at home. Yeah. Even though it's not their home game, it's at home. Yeah, they will fight back after their loss and they will win this and keep their slim hopes alive of making the grand final. Saturday, Div 2, Kai Tak versus Hung Si. Tin Drinkers Bay, anything can happen on the hill. Uh, Kai Tak will win that. Yeah, they will. And India Club Assurers is out of Cam Tin versus the Tigers. Yeah, win for the Tigers. Tigers will win that as well. I agree. A lot of agreement. A little bit of disagreement. Premier League, remember, is broadcast. Both games are broadcast on Cricket Hong Kong's YouTube channel. Not both. All four games. Yeah, all four. And we will be down at Kowloon Cricket Club for that broadcast. So tune in to both games. Get both your social medias going, your iPad and your laptop and... What I suggest you do is you come down to the fan zone at KCC and have your headphones around so you can tune in and listen live and watch live, but also watch the game live, plus watch the games up the hill. You could watch four games sitting sideline in the fan zone. What a great idea. You watch the Challenge League out of Malaysia on your other laptop. It's all fantastic. Get your phone happening. That's fantastic. Really looking forward to it. That's ins and outs. And now it's time for Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. Well, I don't know what you listeners think out there, but without a doubt, this is by far and away my favourite Bushy's Birthday Bonanza ever, certainly for this year. Bushy, take us away. Right, well, we did mention earlier in the show, young Will Walsh, just old enough now to play in ICC tournaments. He celebrated his 15th birthday on the 20th, so he's he's 15 and two days while we're recording. Happy birthday, Will Walsh, this year and every year. And on Saturday, Zakir Hyatt having a birthday from USRC. He will be turning 23. He's on February 24, that means. Yes, correct. And he's 23 years old. Happy birthday, Zakir Hyatt. And 
Akbar Khan from USRC, also celebrating a birthday. He'll turn 27 on Sunday. Oh, happy birthday, Akbar. That's excellent. Oh, he'll be playing on his birthday up yeah, in the Premier League, won't he? Well be. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Hopefully he gets a win. Brilliant. Oh, well, that's it. What We're else done. we got, Bushy? We're Come done, on. done with the birthdays. We're not done yet, Bushy. Oh, okay, fine. There's, there's, one, there's one other listed in here. So I list everything by name, club, the team, yep. and date of birth. So there's this one person from KCC and USRC. He yep. plays for the team 8-5-2-podcast. 8-for-52-podcast team um, member. On Friday... The 23rd, he's turning 52. God, that's a big number. That is a big number. 1972, he was born. Are we going to sing for him? No. Come on. It is the one and only Botters. Matt Botters Botfield, happy birthday, 52 on Friday. Thank you very much, Bushy. Are you going to sing for me? Sure. Come on. Happy birthday to Botters. Happy birthday to Botters. Happy birthday, dear Potters. Thank God I don't have to do this for another year. Thank you, Bushy. Bushy's birthday bonanza. Done for another week. Best one ever. Thank you, Bushy. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sahal Moldenkar from HKCC, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. All right, Bushy. Well, my saddest time of the week. My happiest time is when we start. My saddest time is when we finish, but... Everything's got to finish, Bushy. Let's yeah. get into the wrap-up. Well, we've done this 22 times now. That's quite a lot, really, isn't it? Is. it? 22 episodes. Quite proud, actually. Mm. And by the way, next episode will be 23, which is the same as my birthday. Oh, God. 23rd of February. No, we've literally just come out of Bushy's birthday bonanza, and you're still talking about your birthday. Very excited, I sung you. I sung you happy birthday. I know, I know. It was beautiful, and I do appreciate that, and I do thank you for it. You're more than welcome. Yeah. And speaking of birthdays, I just want to bring out one, nothing to do with the podcast, nothing to do with the cricket, but my friend Cecil, who lives in Singapore, it's his birthday today, the 22nd. Cecil? Yeah. I didn't realise it was his birthday. Uh, he's, you don't know, Sess. No, I don't know. He Sess. doesn't even like cricket. I was pretending. Very, very unlikely he's going to hear this birthday wish, but I'm putting it in there just in case. Cecil, happy birthday from Botters. Yeah. Who's having a birthday meet, tomorrow? One day I'll meet you. Yeah. One day apart. One day apart birthday. Is he 52? I. He may well be. No. He's got to be close. No. Yeah. I'll, I'll check. I don't actually know how old he is. I've, I've only known him for like... 30 years, but I just know when his birthday is. So if we're one day apart, we can be very confident we haven't got the same mum. Very confident because he does not look like you. He does, is does not, not white. No? No. Okay. Um, Happy birthday, non-white Cecil. Reminds me of um, during the internationals how there's those two players at, uh, with Japan. Uh, one of them, the Kendall, the captain. Yeah, yeah. And the other bloke, uh, Makoto. Same birthday, born literally on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Now those two might have the same. They're one. not. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Can't rule it out. Uh, Jake, I wasn't Jake. there on the day. Can't rule it out. Anyway, speaking of Japan, that leads us into international cricket. Yeah. More exclusives for the podcast oh, this week, Bushy. We do well. Qatar. Qatar. Here we come. Uh, I would be on the plane if I could. Wouldn't it be good? I would be there for the three internationals. They've got beautiful facilities in Qatar. You know, the England team between test matches in India went up to Qatar to. Use those facilities. They're so good. Yeah, fantastic. So our boys have got a full week in Qatar mm. using all those facilities as well as playing three internationals. Yeah, not just playing three internationals, but also training and getting uh, yeah. using uh, brilliant uh, facilities up there in Qatar. So no, that's going to be magnificent. And we've got Premier League domestically starting on Sunday this week, that's February 25th. 
five. That's why I couldn't go to Qatar. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I have to call the Premier League. Men's and women's, of course, kicking off down at Kowloon Cricket Club and Hong Kong Cricket Club. It's going to be huge. Kowloon Cricket Club putting on the fan. Yeah, exactly. The fan zone. There's no, as far as I'm aware so far, there's no fan zone at HKCC. So if you're a fan and like a zone and love your Premier League T20, KCC is your spot. And there's going to be ground announcers and music and all happening. Real party atmosphere down at Carolyn Creek Club. It's going to be fantastic. Yes, uh, Captain of the Saracens, I believe, is behind the microphone. Malhavora. Yeah, but uh, also we've been discussing, I might drop out of commentary for a little bit, run around and have a bit of a... I might do the same. I might get a bit of ground announcing into me as well. You love it when we do corporates. We do corporate sixes. I like a bit of ground announcing. Well, if you've, if you've played corporate sixes or watched corporate sixes, you'll know how the setup is. We've got the music. If it uh, it's a six or a wicket or a four or the team's walking out, we've got some very cool music pumping out over the ground. The announcers will have the microphone. Ah, it's going to be fun. Absolutely brilliant. And more international cricket as well. Of course, the quadrangular is coming up. Nepal, Hong Kong. And now I can exclusively reveal the names of the other two teams. You cannot. Don't lie. Oh, that's correct. I cannot. Yeah. But maybe next week. Maybe the lucky yeah. 23. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you're born on the 23rd. And then the 23rd episode will be able to announce the two other teams coming. But you did let something slip at least. Well, look. I, I was just sharing what I was told from a third party, right? Uh-huh. So... That that's it. Um, you know, that's, that's what we do here on the podcast. Yeah, breaking news, kinda. Absolutely. Yet, yet to be confirmed. TBC. We've got some massive domestic matches coming up this weekend as well across all divisions with promotions and relegations and titles on the line. It's all happening here in cricket in Hong Kong. Always, and if you want your news, the news, the views, the interviews. Everything going on in Cricket Hong Kong. Where do you go, Bushy? Now the 8 for 52 podcast. And if you want to get us, you can get us, DM us on Insta at any time you like. Guarantee you a reply. Also, you reply a lot on the uh, Twitter account as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on on Twitter at the moment as far as that podcast is concerned. People, People really hanging out for the announcement of the other two teams to the quadrangular, which I will exclusively announce now. <laughs> no, you won't. Oh, okay. But when they are, you'll probably post it on that uh, Twitter account and everybody that has been guessing will go, oh, yeah, I got it. Or, oh, no, whoops, that's not what I said. Bushy, I've got a birthday party to go to. Oh, happy birthday again. It's Potter's birthday this week, 23rd of February, 1972. One of the greatest days ever has been. Potter's birthday. That is it for the 8 for 52 podcast for this week. See ya. The 8 for 52 theme song is the coin toss from the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is written, produced and published by Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush for Trip Ahead Limited, copyright 2024. I think I'll go in for a bat, and that's that.